Welcome, 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 everybody. What's up? What's up? This is the Say What? Say Hayes podcast, episode one. Man, yes. we made it. We're here. We're finally here. We're finally here. This is amazing. It is. Can you believe it? And exciting. Very exciting. Man, we are your host, Derek. And Delina Hayes. And we are the, the Real, Real Hayes. Hayes. Man. Yes. This podcast was created for, for you. you. All right. We believe that black love and black marriages and black relationships do exist and they need to be discussed, showcased, celebrated through faith, family, and, and fun. fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, we are here and we will be sipping the on tea, baby. The proverbial tea. Yes, yes. We're spilling all the tea, all the yes. tea. This is going to be raw and uncut and very interesting um, podcast. We do want you guys to send in your questions. Yes. To like and share. Yep. And um, subscribe. And subscribe for sure. We, we, we really want you to do that. So um, let's yeah. get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. Again, my name is Derek. I am a born... Uh, and raised Detroit boy here in the city of Detroit. You're a D-boy? I'm a D-boy, <laughs> all right? <laughs> I'm a God-fearing, educated author, professional speaker, a professional basketball player, retired, and a retired Detroit police officer, all right? Um, I'm a father of seven, but now I have two bonus boys, all right? And currently, I'm an administrator at a high school. All right. That's me in a little small nutshell. I won't <laughs> give you too much right now. Not too much. Yeah. And me, myself, I am a Detroit-born, Texas-raised, um, God-fearing woman. Yahoo! Absolutely. Yes. Um, <laughs> I am the mother of two wonderful boys, um, and I have been in human resources for 21 years, um, and it's been a phenomenal experience. Um, set aside from that, I also love to sew and design on the side a little bit, dibble and dabble in that. I've been doing that for as long as I can remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the gist that's of the things. That's the gist of it, man. We're just two people that wander and link up somehow. Hmm. How'd that happen? How'd that happen? <laughs> How'd that happen? Man, how did we meet? Wow. Well, how did we meet? I can recall uh, we met through a mutual friend. Mm -hmm. um, a person had reached out to me via Facebook mm -hmm. Messenger and was like, hey, are you single? Derek, are you single? And, you know, I recently was go had gone through a divorce and, um, you know, probably about, you know, about a year and a half later, two years later, she had reached out and she asked if I was single and she knew somebody that, you know, probably would be perfect for me or we would be perfect for each other. And um, she said, hey, she's into fitness. You know, she's a vegan. You know, she's into the things that you like. And I think you guys would be a perfect match. And honestly, I said, yeah, because I was kind of like, well, who is this? First of all. I didn't know who the person was. It didn't click to me who it was at the time. The person who was the mutual friend. Right, the mutual friend, right. 
the person who's a mutual friend. You couldn't so, remember who yeah, she I was. Yeah, I couldn't remember who she where was. Where you knew her from. And where I knew her from. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm single. And I was single, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, it was just kind of like, yeah, you know, do you mind if I give you a number? And, da, 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 da. and you know what I'm saying? I said, okay, cool, no problem. Who? What's her name? I look her up on Facebook and stuff like that. So, And that happened early December, mm-hmm. I believe it was, of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2020. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't call. You didn't. <laughs> I didn't call. I didn't reach out. Um, she did say she, um, she, she did say that um, Delina, because obviously it was Delina, and um, that, you know what I'm saying, had some family, you know what I'm saying, emergencies and stuff like that. So I just told her, I said, well, I'll give her a couple weeks or whatever, and then I'll give her a call, but I'll let her, you know, mourn and be with her family and stuff and everything. So. Yeah, that's how it happened on my end. How did it happen on your end, babe? Similar, um, but more so, I mean, I, I think it was almost the same, quite honestly, you know, where she just asked me if I would be interested. And at first I said no. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was like, yeah, I guess. Okay, why not? So um, he didn't call. And I was cool with that. Right. right. <laughs> I really was. I was cool with that. But then he called in January, yeah. and we talked um, while I was at work. We talked on the phone for about four hours yeah. <laughs> while working. Um, and, I mean, he was awesome. He really was. Um, and he asked me on a date, and we went on a date the next day. And that's been the story <laughs> ever since we haven't stopped since <laughs> January the 27th, 2021. Yes. Yeah. Um, we've been going strong. So from there, Man. we became in a relationship in April. Yeah. He proposed in August, August, August 25th, yeah. and we were married December 31st. December 31st, man. Hmm. Wow. What? What? That is amazing. I just met him, man. and this man is my husband. Full-blown husband. <laughs> <laughs> man that's that's amazing i think it it's, it's just amazing how it worked out how uh, we met how compatible we were off yes. rip um how interesting we both were towards each other you know um and it just seems like you know it was the we, we had a kairos moment and kairos is you know gr- greek for time right um, I think when time met, you know, the opportunity, the right opportunity, and then something great happened. So it was like a Kairos moment, right? Um, and, yeah. yeah, we've been rock and rolling ever since. We have been. It's, it's been a phenomenal experience. Outside of when he gets on my nerves and vice versa, because I'm sure I drive him nuts too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have it any other way yeah um and i'm so happy and blessed to have him in my life so um yeah that's how we met that's how we met man so you know that's uh, us right so man let's dive into what we're going to talk about today right um you know and and we're going to dive into the current state of marriages right in 2022 in 2022 the current state of marriages we know that right now in the current state in society, um, statistics say that what fifty percent, if not over fifty percent, of marriages end in divorce. Correct. Right. 
I'm a part of that 50%. I was previously married. I am as, as well. Right. I was previously married. And um, w- w- which we are not unash- ashamed to say, right? No. Um, but w- what are some of the contributing factors, right, to these marriages that are failing today? You know, um, what do you think? I think that, you know, many marriages are failing due to communication. Um, of course, lack of trust. Um, and, you know, some people just don't want to let down that guard and be vulnerable for um, another person because of things that have happened in their past. I think people hold on to things from their past and they don't really believe in love so much, but now you've got more people marrying because of asset reasons. Um, and, um, or you have people marrying and falling out of love pretty quickly. So I don't think that people, um, are really, are really what? In it for the right reasons? What? That, yeah, but, like, for an example, (laughs) in my previous marriage, um, I thought I was happy. There were were happy moments. However, I know, and and even he knows, um, that we just didn't fit for one another. Despite the kids and, and everything else that went on, you know, we got married, quite honestly, for everyone else. We got married. Um, we had a lot of elders in both sides of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also wanted to raise our kids the right way and, and be a family, right? right? right. Um, however, that doesn't always work for everybody. It just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. What it, do you think? I, I think, you know, today, um, I just think period, you know, one one thing is people say I do. Right. Well, I, I heard I heard this saying. People marry for an ideal, it turns into an ordeal. They think they got a raw deal, so now they want a new deal. Right? I heard that saying. They say marriages are like flies on the screen. Those on the outside wanna get in and those on the inside wanna get out. Mm. I think it's all coming down to compatibility issues. I think, you know, we are all flawed human beings, so we go with, we go in with an idea of what marriage is supposed to look like, and it's based off of, you know, um, our elders, right, because we've seen them stay together for 25, 30, 40, 50 years, grandparents and stuff like that. But it's new. It's, it's a new day and age, you know. Um, w- women of old stayed home. They were at home. They were homemakers. They were raising kids. They wasn't the breadwinners, you know. And then that generation where my mom and our parents come up is now they're more the breadwinners. Why? Because of all the other contributing factors in our community, you know what I'm saying, with fathers being locked up and in jail and on drugs and things like that, right, and lack thereof. And so now we have a generation, you know, with ourselves with, man, they want a combination of both. But I think we lack of communication, lack of compatibility, lack of understanding. Um, all that happens, you know, for, you know, and, and I can attest to it is that my, one of the reasons my failed marriage happened is, one, 
I think we both married, you know, fairly young, never really living on your own and paying your own bills and things like that. Um, I think um, there were, you know, a lot of individual um, kind of bent dispositions, mm -hmm. you know, um, a lot of selfishness, you know, amongst both parts. But when you got married, it was like, okay, cool, we're married. So let's stay in it. We started having children. I had children prior to. Mm -hmm. I had five children out of wedlock. And so I came with an instant family. Right. And I married someone who never, you know, didn't have any children and was a single child. So, you know, that in and itself was, you know, was a, was a, 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 a warning, right? So if I was to hit the bell, <laughs> it should have been a warning, like, uh, hello, think about who you about to marry. This ain't going to work. You know, it, it's not going to work, you know. And I was told that. I was told that. Mm by a member of her family that, you know, she was spoiled and you have children and it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. But, you know, of course, me being a competitor, me playing sports, me, you know, fighting, like, oh, no, nah, wait a minute, I make enough money, I play ball, I, you know what I'm saying, I got aspirations of going to the league, you know, I graduated college with my degree, went to Europe, came back home, you know, had a tryout with the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA. And so I was like, man, I'm going to make money. I can take care of her and my kids. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I think I went in it to, to prove her wrong, you know. And so with – but not really sitting back thinking like, man, there's some 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 issues. That's going to be some issues there, mm -hmm. you know. And so um, – but as time goes on, you mature, you get older, you know, things happen. Um, you know, uh, there was a lot of things that, you know, I can contribute and we can dive into. But, yeah, I think marriages, man, it's, it's, it's difficult, you know. Um, yeah, it is difficult. And I think that, you know, people don't don't be honest with one another. They just aren't honest with one, or even with themselves for that matter. Yes. So, you know, people marry for the wrong reasons. Um, and I know that we marry for the right reasons. Yes. Um, I'm, I didn't marry you being selfish. I mean, there was nothing to gain from it outside of your love, mm -hmm. the love of your children, um, and to give you love yeah. and, and to also love on your children. And, and that's being perfectly honest. I think that, you know, many people don't know what it is that they actually want in life. Um, and they get lost. They get lost in the rigmarole of just saying, I have a husband, I have a, I have a wife, right. um, but they don't want to do the work that it takes to put into it. Um, and sometimes you can't do the work if you're married to the wrong person. Right. It's just not going to work. Absolutely correct. I agree with you. You know, um, yeah, that's deep. It you is. Know, it's very deep. And, and you know, what really kind of put the nail in the coffin for me or solidified it with us was that, you know, I've never experienced a genuine love like that. It wasn't because of who I was. It wasn't because of, you know, who I used to be, you know, D. Hayes, the basketball player, you know what I'm saying, the, the one that's, you know what I'm saying, getting all the notoriety and things of that nature in college. Everybody wanted to be with him, but I got him, so to speak, you know. Mm -hmm. um, shoot, what I had, I mean, it wasn't none of that. It was genuine 
genu- genuinely, right? Genuinely. Genuinely, <laughs> you know, um, just pure, authentic love. Yeah. Real love, you know, um, righteous, edifying, authentic, and loving. Real love, right? I love that real acronym. Um, yeah. And it's and it's and it was scary at first. So what would you say was the breakdown of, you know, your first marriage? Man, it was a combination of a lot. Ain't no breakdown in this one, baby. Right, no breakdown. (laughs) Nah, Um, I think in in my first marriage, if I can be very open and transparent, Mm -hmm. you know, um, there was a time where, because of my past and who I was, you know, um, I didn't have a lot of male friends. I did have a lot of female friends. You know, I had children out of wedlock, so I was always, you know, uh, labeled as, you know. Womanizer. Yeah, a womanizer and things of that nature, you know, which was which was far from it, you know. Yes, I had children out of wedlock. Yes, I did. You know, okay. Um, yeah, I was promiscuous, yes. Okay, I was a young man. I went to college and, you know what I'm saying, didn't make it right, but, you know, I had five beautiful children, you know what I'm saying, out of it, right? And, and, and there are awesome kids to this day. Um, so when I got married, you know, me being young, you know, I still had a lot of female friends. Wasn't having sex with them all, you know what I'm saying? Wasn't having sex with any of them, actually, you know, when I got married. So, but that stigma, that, 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 you know, um, that label stayed with me, you know. Um, but which is interesting is that, you know, my ex and I, we dated in college or more or less, you know what I'm saying, was, was, was sex partners, right? Um, but we did it, and then, you know, a couple years went by. I graduated, went to Europe, played ball, two years, came back home. And so we reconnected. And so it was like, you know, my personality, who I was, w- had to stop. And and, it, and I had a lot of friends from high school and stuff. And so, you know, I was accused of, of having an affair with somebody, which wasn't true. And she left. She did. She left. And and that that kind of hurt me, obviously. Um, but she had left, and we had just had our first child, and she, we didn't speak. She didn't speak, and we didn't speak for about three or four months. And um, you know, I decided to date other women and move on because I'm assuming we're getting a divorce. Um, but something in me, you know, what I'm saying, said fight for my marriage. I started to fight for my marriage. We got back together. Um, under the advisement of our counselor at the time. Um, everything was disclosed about what happened while she was gone, and I never heard the end of it. Never did. You mean for the rest of the remainder of the marriage? Yes. And um, not yep, how many years later? Yes. And so you No, I'm asking you, how many years later? Oh, it was about 17 and a half years later. You know, so that was probably year one, one and a half. And then that happened, and then, you know, um, I never could live it down, you know, throughout the whole course of our marriage. It was always, you did this, you did that, you did this, you did that. And that can weigh a toll on you trying to carry a cross that you couldn't bear. You know, I thought that I, you know, could never live up to an expectation that was not human. Um, I I believe that, you know... um, Throughout that process, you know what I'm saying, of closing those doors, you know what I'm saying, I tried to close those doors, you know what I'm saying, when we got back together and stuff, and of course, you know, 
conversations and things like that had to happen. Apologies had to happen to those women because, you know, I believe the Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me I need to apologize to the women. And I did, you know, but, you know, I was always accused of, of having some un inappropriate, you know what I'm saying, conversation or affair or things like that. And so, you know, um, I bared the cross for many, 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 many years. You know, tried to make it right. There were some good seasons. There were some great seasons. There were some lows. There were some highs. There were some lows. You know, and I think, you know, after the fourth time of her, you know what I'm saying, leaving, getting upset and leaving for whatever reason, you know, enough was enough. And so um, the last time, um, it had nothing to do with an affair. It had nothing to do with nobody else. It had uh, everything to do with a lack of identity on her part. Um, how she described to myself and our children um, when she left us that, you know, she lost herself in our marriage. She never wanted to marry a police officer, never wanted to marry a basketball player, never wanted to marry a person with kids. And, you know, our daughter asked, like, well, why did you marry my father? Right. And it couldn't be explained. And so when she left that last time, you know, she left all of us. You know, um, she left you with the kids. Left me with the kids, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, she moved back to her residence where she was raised. Um, you know, she took whatever she wanted to take. Um, she had a vehicle she could drive around in because she, she didn't have a car. I mean, she didn't have a job at the time. And so she we had an extra vehicle, obviously, and she used the vehicle until she found a job. She, you know what I'm saying, all her bills was paid off because we ended up selling our houses and things of that nature. Um, the only thing she left with was her student loans, and um, that was it. She had insurance on her. She had all this type of stuff. So when she found her a job and everything, she gave back the vehicle. She got her own car. She had her own life. And so me and the kids stayed back, and we had to continually to, you know, pay off, you know, a rental apartment that we had you know <laughs> they still had to go to school um, bills still had to get paid and so I was stuck to do everything and which was cool you know um, and we found a place us we downsized we found another place you know what I'm saying um, to live we moved on our own you know and the rest is history you know but yeah the contributing factors was I think a lot had to do with um unforgiveness so why did you not um fight for your marriage then the fourth time um i actually did i tried to communicate you know the first few months that she left um i tried to have conversations i called you know um but she would she we didn't speak we didn't speak she didn't speak to me for four months you know um and so i tried to reach out you know, um, because we were still married mm -hmm. to be intimate. Um, and I was shot down several times. And so I said I would never, you know what I'm saying, ask her again <laughs> because I didn't want I didn't want to get back out here. I didn't want to be out here dating no more and things of that nature and stuff like that. So I, I did. Mm -hmm. So I prayed and, and, you know, one night in a dream, you know, it was revealed to me that I couldn't fix it. And I don't know if it was more or less fix her, more or less fix the marriage. It was just I just couldn't fix it. And so I accepted that, that I couldn't fix it. 
because I believe it, it didn't have anything to do with me. It was more internal on her end. And so, um, so yeah, so I filed for divorce. And, and I, I said that our time was dead. Time was up, you know. Um, we were in the process of removing her name off his bank accounts and things like that and all that type of stuff or what have you. And, and I asked her, I remember vividly, like it was yesterday, um, I asked her, like, hey, what is God saying to you? You know, and she was like, God is saying that, you know, um, I want my family back, you know, and I want, you know, saying I don't want to grow old, you know, saying like some of the women in her family, you know, and they, all they do is talk about each other and all they do is get together on Fridays and talk about each other. I don't want to grow old and be that person. And um, I was like, well, that's not a reason to have to want your family back. You know, I think I was looking more for, you know, really an apology. You know what I'm saying? Because you you left, and the reason why you said you left was uh, very hurtful, you know, to not only myself, but to the kids. And I really, I really believe that an apology should have been made. And, um, you know, but it didn't. Mm. And so I was like, well... I'm not good with that explanation, <laughs> and I was like, I think our time has passed, and um, and walked the divorce through, and ultimately ended up getting a divorce. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was the contributing factors on my end, you know. And there's a lot more, you know, what I'm saying in it mm-hmm. as well, but uh, for the most part, I believe it was the um, yeah unforgiveness. Really unforgiveness because there were things, you know, in our marriage on her part as well. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not perfect. I never said I was perfect. Mm-hmm. I never was a perfect husband. You know, um, things happened. Both of us, you know what I'm saying, had had issues and had infidelity issues and, you know what I'm saying, inappropriate relationships and stuff like that. You know, but I think just on her end, um, it could never be forgiven, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Infidelity, I think for some people, is something that is totally unforgivable, um, as it is for me. <laughs> um, as it should be for anyone, quite honestly. I, 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 do, I feel that way. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't really respond to that part. <laughs> right. Well, I, I think it's, you know what I'm saying, there's some non-negotiables, right? Yeah. You know, in everybody's relationship. Um, but I believe that, you know, one, you know, h- how can you, how can you, uh, here's the thing. You can forgive a person, but that don't mean you got to be with that person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can forgive a person, move on, and but that don't mean you have to stay with that person. Correct. And I think when you understand that, when you make that decision as a man or a woman, like, you know what, I'll forgive you, but that don't mean I have to be with you. Yeah, I, I get that. And, that's the, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay, right? Um, and if you're, that pers- if you're that type of person, then you need to stand on that belief and you need to roll with it. Yeah. But if you try to be something that you're not, it's only going to cause you even more and more damage and pain. And I believe that you know, like you said, that's a non-negotiable. It's a non, probably a non-negotiable with her, but because she stayed or 
you know what I'm saying, it was, I'm sorry. Um, a million years later. Yeah. You, you stayed, stayed for, throughout the process. Right. You stayed throughout the, the process. Time. You say you was going to forgive, you know what I'm saying, not forget, but you stayed, but you tried to be something that you're not. You know, and that's the that's the part, mm-hmm. right? Me, if something was to happen, you know what I'm saying, and and infidelity was to happen, I forgave. It didn't mean I forgave, forget it, and I'm and you know what I'm saying. I, it didn't hurt me, but I was able to process it and move it on, you know, because you know we we, we all fall short. Yeah, it, it, it hurts. hurts, right? Yeah. It hurts absolutely, but I was able to even meet the dude, you know what I'm saying, and greet him. Without, you know what I'm saying, beating him up. Because yeah. really, what is it going to solve? To me, this is me. This is just me, right? Um, and I moved on, right? So, you know, yeah. Okay, then. Right. And and so, but that was me, right? Right, right. How would I respond now? I Probably I respond differently now, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I have a different love, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and adoration for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right, um, it, it might not happen like that with me now, you know. Right. What I'm I might be ready to throw some hands, you know, but that don't mean I stay, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, I I do also believe that you know people people have to um, do what they feel when the timing is right, right? So, forgiveness has to happen when that person is ready to forgive. Um, do I believe in holding grudges? No. But I do believe in people needing time to heal. Um, but um, uh, lots of years later, at some point, um, I don't know. if she, I, don't, I, I don't know. I can't speak to it. Cause it's yeah. Yeah. I mean, only, yeah. only you guys know, right? Right. Exactly. Right. So it's, it's I'm not... <laughs> I'm not ashamed, right? You know what I'm saying? We separated. You know what I'm saying? I decided to move on. I thought we were moving on. You know what I'm saying? I'm moving on. So, you know, um, but I decided to fight, and it thought it. I thought it was going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I know, mean, you guys um, had a long had haul a, there. Had a long haul, you know. Um, but you know, it happened, right? And mm-hmm. I think you know the, the best. Um, it panned it out the way it should pan out. Yeah. Right? Um, have beautiful children, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah. So that's, that's, that's my end, you know. What about yours? How did my marriage end? Or why? Well, yeah, just, well, as far, well, yeah, depending on. I'll say that, you know, um, my ex-husband and you are the same age. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a an age gap. Um, and I was very young, I will say that. And he was also young, but, you know, almost 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So, um maturity had a lot to do with that um divorce ending on both parts i will say that um communication was just not good 
Um, we had highs and we had lows. Um, some days we got along, some days we hated each other. And that's just how it was. Um, however, we were both, we are both, both um, very family-oriented people um, and wanted to fight for the sake of our kids. Um, hence, staying together for the wrong reasons. Um, we didn't stay together for us. Did we love each other? Absolutely. Absolutely. Were we in love? Absolutely we were. However, when you have a love like ours, then it, it makes you question, was that really love? Right, right. Before? Absolutely. Yep. Um, Big time. You know, it's it's something different. It's it's a totally different feeling, and I, it's in, uh, you know unexplainable. It's hard to explain. Um, but we grew apart. It just it just didn't work. To be honest, it didn't work. Um, we argued and we fought a lot, and it was you know a matter of we have kids that are growing up that don't need to see and witness these things. Um, and what adults don't realize is that. You know, you can be quiet, you can be having conversations amongst one another. The kids don't ever have to hear any of it. However, the tension, they still see it and they feel it. Absolutely. And it still affects them. Ooh, and yeah. and that is serious. And change the atmosphere. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and they know. They know when their parents are not okay. Yeah. So, um this was a deci- that was a decision that had to be made and um we co-parented very well um and both boys are in college you know one's about to graduate and we still co-parent very well um our job is not over um that's one thing that we did right was raising our boys um we did that right and that's that's an awesome thing when you're able to do that Yes. Parents. Okay, you guys didn't make it. You didn't work out. No. You know, um, but you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that right there. <laughs> um, it didn't work out, and you're still able to coexist for the kids. Yes. Now, there were struggles. Now, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> right, right. Yes, we had some bouts. Um we were together for a long time. You know, I was with this man since I was 19 years old. So um, he was my everything to me. I mean, he was all I, I knew, and you know. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 it's just different. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's just different. But I, I, I can appreciate you guys as, you know what I'm saying, relationship to the fact that, you know, you guys are both there for, you know what I'm saying, the, the boys. Yes, right? even now. And I mean, if we have to talk, you know, um, it's in reference to something with the boys. And they're grown, but it isn't even a matter of um, anything on a personal level. It's, it's, well, it's never on that level. It's always pertaining to the kids. Like, for an example, my youngest is now breeding uh, English Bulldogs with his father. Um, my brother is a breeder, and that's where they got Miss Gigi from, um, the litter's mom, uh, a, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, so there are things that we've discussed in that. But set aside from that, we don't really have much to talk about because they're grown now. Yeah. Um, Dre's about to be done with college. Like right. He's he's right. done. Um, but we still have to get along regardless. I mean, one day we will still share grandkids. So there's no point in having a beef. I want him to be happy. I want him to be very happy. He deserves to be happy. Um, I I don't have anything negative to say about him. I I, I don't. I mean, we just didn't. We didn't work out. <laughs> we didn't work out. Right. Ain't no right. bad blood. Yeah. Um, but we are also eleven years post um, being married. So it took a it took a long time, you know, for us to get to the point where we are now. Um, and sometimes it's still like what. <laughs> You know, where it's like, okay, what's up? Right. Um, and me and his mom are, are are very, very close. Like she's like my mom, you know, yeah. to me. So in in his entire family, they are my family and they're going to always be my family. I love and respect the family. Um, and I'm gonna always love and respect them. They they love and respect you. Right. Um, even. Yeah. So I mean it's yeah, it's Beautiful, yeah, beautiful. yeah. He's he's got a great village, um, despite us not working out. It just it just didn't work. Yeah, and our kids are good. They're solid. Yeah. So, I, and I, I wish you know I think with with me having children out of wedlock, you know, for the most part, um, been able to co-parent, you know, with with several of my my children. That was prior to my marriage. Um, How many children's mothers are we speaking of here? I have uh, six. Okay. Six children. Yeah, I have five um, out of wedlock by five different women, and then I had two with my previous wife. Okay. And so, um, you know, it was it was hard. It, it was very difficult, very hard to raise children outside of the home. Um, man, I mean, I could write a book about it, you know, um, but. I think a lot, a lot of immaturity, you know, um, um, has some difficult relationships early with, with my daughters, you know, um, and then uh, was started to have raised one of my daughters that was outside of the home, um, and so she came on over probably, I'll say about four, mm-hmm. and I raised her since she was four, and um, you know, her mother and I co-parented you know, best that we could, mm-hmm. you know, and then um, uh, had sons, and and so tried to, you know, co-parent as best we could. Um, then I got married and, you know, started having children with my ex and, you know, and um, still was trying to have a blended family. It was still difficult, you know, yeah. very mm-hmm. difficult. Um, did as much as I could, probably could have did better, did more, you know, um, but you live and learn. Right, you live and learn, mm-hmm. and and you fight, and you don't fight, and you don't want to fight, and you don't, you know. So you go through all of those things, and and that took a toll probably on my previous marriage as well. You know, it was it was hard. I know it was. You know, because if you don't have any children, then you automatically get a children. You know, saying family of of, of five, right? You know, right off rip. <laughs> you know, um, but, but but see that but that piggies back to what we talked about initially. You know. These are things that, you know, you knew about in starting 
the relationship. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as though it was a secret. Right. Right. Absolutely. So these yeah. are things and, and and this is the part where one has to be truthful with themselves. If you know that you get with a guy and he's got five kids and you don't expect that you're going to be able to take that, why marry the guy? Absolutely. You know, why why move forward with this person unless of course there, you know, there's a reason for it, um, a, a potential reward or, or something that you have to gain from it. I, I can't see otherwise what would be the purpose right. um, of doing it. Yeah. I couldn't see myself doing it. Yeah. It's just me. And, and there was no, there was no zero, and I mean zero, um, baby mama drama. Didn't have zero, zero baby mama drama from any of my children's mother. You know, obviously went to parents of court you know what I'm saying, had to pay child support, mm-hmm. um, did that, done that, you know what I'm saying, always did that, you know what I'm saying, for several of my kids, you know, um, and so that wasn't a problem. Um, but sometimes, you know, the nagging of going back and forth and stuff like that took its toll, you know what I'm saying. Um, Absolutely, I'm sure it did. Particular, you know what I'm saying, uh, mom, but yeah. no, no, no other baby mama drama. You know, nobody was playing both sides of the field. Nobody was going back and, you know what I'm saying, doing all that type zero that, you know what I'm saying. So that never happened. Um, I remember there was a season where, you know, I would get my children. And, and if and anybody who knows me know that I always had my kids when I was in college and at basketball practice and stuff like that. They were always there. They knew Hayes had three daughters, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And so there was never a secret. And. And so uh, when I got married, my kids all started, had to come over. I mean, because I would get my kids on the weekend, you know. And so um, there was a season or a time where that became an issue, mm-hmm. you know, having all the kids over at once and stuff like that. And it was expressed in one of our counseling sessions that we used to frequently have. And it was suggested that the kids don't come over all the time like that at once. And so when that happened, and me, you know, honoring my my wife at that time request, and I shared that with my children's mother, you know, it became a problem. And it became a, a hurtful thing from a parent's perspective. Like, wait a minute, why my why 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 they gotta be why they gotta come over every other weekend or why they, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. She got a problem with them coming over and stuff. And that caused a problem, you know, which I didn't find out later until after the, the separation and divorce that parents uh, of my children shared that. And it was like, man, I remember when this happened and I hated you for that type stuff. And I was like, wow, why didn't y'all say something? You know, it wasn't meant to be like that, you know. But so, you know, there was a lot of things that, you know, uh, contributes and I think in anybody's marriage or who have a failed marriage you know can go and there's a list that goes on and on and on you know um, but I think now at this stage of my life you know and where our children are now um, it would be a cool thing to co-parent and, and not even co-parent I guess it would just be to exist and be cordial to one another. Cordial. Right. Yeah. You know, um, it would be a cool thing, especially, you know, at a certain age. You know, um, now when you have children in college, because you, we're the biggest cheerleaders. I think you go through three phases in the child life. One, you're the, you're you're immediately their educator, right? Where you're teaching them right from wrong, and that's from year zero to, you know, what I'm saying twelve. 
from 12 to 18, I think you're your, you're their biggest cheerleader, you know, and you can attest to this as a sports mom. You were at, you know what I'm saying, at competitions and games and track meets and football games and, you know what I'm saying, cheering your kids on. And then eventually, once they go to college and they're from 18 to, to their adults, we're just invited counselors. So we sit around and we wait for phone calls to be like, hey, hey, mom, hey, dad, you know. So, um, and these are the times where it's, it's huge for them to be that counselor, that good counsel, you know what I'm saying, in their life. And so I'm excited about that. I see it in you and your boys, you know what I'm saying, and how you counsel them and, you know what I'm saying, get on their butts. And I miss that because my mom's been gone for 18 years now. And, you know, it's just, um, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. It is. It yeah. is. And, you know. I talk to my boys almost every day. Mm. You know, if I'm not calling them, they're calling me. And nine times out of ten, they're calling me. <laughs> it's not me calling them, which is which is awesome and a, and a wonderful feeling. I mean, they're going to call me before they call anybody for everything. I mean, they tell me everything. And it's, it's certainly, it's a dope place to be, though. Yeah. I'll say that. They yeah. think I'm dope. Because um, I are am. Dope, baby. You yeah. are. So, yeah. You're fire. So, if so, uh, as we wrap this on up, guys, um, I think, you know, what would be, babe, your three takeaways, right? We'll, or, you know, three facts of, of marriage, right? What are some some three three to five marriage facts that would benefit, you know what I'm saying, a marriage? As we venture into our new, you know what I'm saying, uh, chapter in our lives, mm -hmm. in our marriage, um, what are some three three to five facts that you say, you know, would be helpful to our listeners, our viewers um, that subscribe to our channel? Yeah, I, I would sure, surely say that um, communication, you know, you've got to keep that communication open um, between you and your spouse or you and your significant other. Um, it's very important. You've got to. Be able to, if, if you can't go to your partner and be able to disclose and talk to them about any and everything. Yes. It's probably not the person you need to be with. I right. can tell Derek everything. I tell yes. him everything. He and knows everything. Yeah, and it was weird in the beginning <laughs> because she would say stuff. I mean, this was during the dating phase, just us getting to know each other. And she'd be like, man, this dude jumped in my DM. Look at this guy. Look what he's saying. Look what he doing. What did he say this for? Why he that? And I'd be looking like, why are you telling me this? All these dudes up in your DM, then you don't need me, you know. And so, but it's just her. Just be. She she just communicates like that, and I love it because, you know, it's no whole part. I mean, like, hey, look, man, I don't got nothing to hide, but look, check this out, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, man, you know, it it and at first it almost made me feel a little insecure because I was like, why is she doing this? She trying to make me jealous, but that was my stinking thinking. You know what I'm saying? Instead of understanding that this is the person that she is, and she's just communicating because she's just like, man, I'm an open book, and I want you to know everything. Transparent. Very transparent, you know. And so I kind of follow suit. Man, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> they friend request me. Who is this in my DM? Why did she say that? You know what I'm saying? Because we laugh yeah, and joke you know, about it all the yeah, time. Yeah, we laugh Hilarious. and joke about it, you know. But don't nobody do it no more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. if somebody did something. I'm with the shit. Yeah. <laughs> So. We start putting people on blast, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, you know, <laughs> for the record, uh, I am the with record. the shits. 
Yeah, so. But yeah, communication for sure, guys. You gotta you gotta be able to have that open line. Mm-hmm. Um, your 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 spouse, your significant other should be your best friend. Like Derek is my best friend. Like we have a ball yeah. when we ain't doing nothing. Um, but we are always together. Like m- many couples want to be apart, which is kind of weird. Yeah, and we've been noticing that a lot. Like many couple couples don't like to be together and even talk badly about each other when they're not together. We ain't like that. Yeah, that's that's weird. It's weird to us. So, um, your partner should definitely be your best friend, and just be open and honest. I think open and honesty, you know, open honesty is very important. Um, in a relationship, you know, people say that they're loyal. People say that they're honest, and then they show something totally different. Um, and you end up in a bad situation. So you got to be truthful with yourself. Um, and you've got to be truthful with the person that you're with. If that isn't the situation that you want to be in, you might need to have some discussions. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but sometimes people just draw, draw shit out for too long. And, um, and then you end up with a person for a million years, like the both of us were, right. um, in two marriages where you look up and it's like, dang, I'm sleeping with the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. sleeping now. Wait a minute, huh? Or what happened? We don't have we don't have the same things in common. Like yeah, you're totally different people. Totally different people. So you know, yeah. Compatibility yeah. is important. Yep. So you're talking about communication, right? Honesty, compatibility, man. Um, any, what, what can love. I love? Don't just use love if you don't love a person. People just throw the love word love around like right. it's just. I, like it, it just has no meaning. It, it has meaning. It has purpose. Yeah, it does. And, and, and I, what I love this is this is what I love about us. <laughs> and I'm learning, right, guys? I mean, literally, I'm learning a lot from this woman here. To be her age, she has really shown me really genuine, authentic love. Right. Um, so when you love someone. It doesn't feel forced. It's natural. Um, and you want to do something for that person. And it doesn't have to be something huge and big. You know, um, I, I learned and I'm learning how to plan things, right? Um, so for her birthday and, you know what I'm saying, and, and for, you know, our anniversary, I'm thinking of things now and, you know, and Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? When we, when we went on our first Valentine's we had our first Valentine's Day, y'all, and it was crazy, dog. We, we'll talk about that later. But I planned this thing, man, and it was the cheesiest thing ever, right? <laughs> I mean, it was funny as all get out. But it was, I'm learning, right? And and she wow, loved wow. that, right? <laughs> she she loved it. And I thought, I was like, man, hey, this is just who I am. I'm not, you know. And she accepted me for who I am and my 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 flaws and that stuff. But she outdo outdo me and outdoes me, right? Outdo. Outdoes. Yeah, outdoes me in, in her planning. She's just gifted in that thing, right? My birthday party was just so amazing. And then, man, this Saturday we got a, a, a karaoke party and we got the whole upstairs decorated. And it's just amazing, man. And we just... We vibe off each other, but um, I'm I'm just really loving that. 
she stretches me. And I buy flowers. I try to buy flowers every week. Every Friday. Okay, every Friday. I'm trying to do I've, I've been on it, right? Yes. So I, I, today or yesterday. Maybe yesterday. Yeah, them yesterday. yesterday. Got them yesterday, flowers and stuff. And it's a little early, but it's still, you know, the other ones were dead. And, and I was at the grocery store, grocery shopping. And I was like, oh, I can't forget my flowers. I can't forget her flowers. I can't forget her flowers, right? You know, so. And and it's just crazy because, you know, I was getting compliments in line, right? Ladies was, oh, she's a, she's a beautiful, oh, those are beautiful, she's a special lady. And I was like, yeah, that's my wife. And she, oh, she's really going to feel something. I was like, no, this this happens every week, y'all. You know what I'm saying? This is just what I do. But it's still you know special to me. It's special if, to her. If it doesn't happen. Right. I'm going to be wondering where are my flowers. Yep, where's my flowers? <laughs> because now I do expect them. Yep. I do I, because I love them. It makes mm-hmm. me feel good. Yep, and I love flowers too. You yes. know, and I love getting them for her because I see how it makes her feel. Mm-hmm. You know, love is an action word. You know, and if if you don't see that in action, then you have to question that, right? Yes. You know, so those are some takeaways. Compromise. Yes. Is important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And man, ooh. Submission. Yes. Is important. Yes, it is. From both parties. From both parties. I don't believe that a woman has to be um, solely submissive to the man and he just is not submissive to his wife. That makes no sense to me. I think it works both ways. Um, It's give and and, and it's take. It is. It's a give and take. Um, However, you've got to be willing to compromise when it comes to your feelings and your emotions and set yourself to the side everything isn't about you it isn't it's about the two of you yes um and sometimes you just want to check on the other person and make sure they're okay i check their temperature all the time every day (laughs) i want to make sure he's he's happy every day and when he isn't i know it ain't because of me in no way but <laughs> right, right. But I try to make him feel better because I want him to be his best self every day. Yes. Yep. And vice versa. Vice versa. Right. And we check on each other and we call each other throughout the day. You know, and when we don't, if I'm too busy and I get too busy, and you know, she definitely tells me, <laughs> and she has no problem with doing that. You know, and I think too the last one I would think you know saying would be important for me is. Um, don't always assume things are coming from a negative place. Amen. You know what I'm saying? A negative context. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, you know, she asks questions a lot. And she gives her opinion a lot. And some can say that, I think <laughs> our mutual friend did say this, like, she's very opinionated. And I was like, she's very opinionated. Yes, she is very opinionated. I was like, but she likes to express her opinion. And I was like, and it's up to me to receive it in the way that I know she's given it. And then sometimes I have to check myself because sometimes I think that it comes from a negative place. Like, wait a minute, why are you, you know, but no, that's just who she is because she wants to better, you know what I'm saying, myself, right? And so I look at it like that and I have to something because sometimes that comes out of me like, wait a minute, you know, man, what are you saying? What are you saying? What you saying? Yeah, that's happened a few you times, and it's like, relax. Right, right. And, and no one's so attacking you here. Yeah, and <laughs> vice versa. You know, yeah. what I'm because I can say, oh, well, you know, think of it like this, you know, and or how about that? Mm-hmm. Try it this way, you know. And so it's a give and take. And I think that compromise, um, not feeling like, um, you know, 
the person is coming from a negative context, communication, love, authentically love. Yes. Right? And and figuring out who you are and being compatible are just some good takeaways for, for marriage and relationships. Yes, you know, yes. Just, you know, Anyone looking know. forward to marriage, if, if that's your goal, or if you're just in a lifelong relationship, marriage is not for everyone. I'm not going to sit here and act as though it is, because it isn't. Yeah. But with the right person, it is. And that's that's the important part. Like, so many people just settle for who they can get and what they've got. And it's like, I refused when I was single to settle. I wasn't doing it anymore. I'd settled my entire life. I wasn't settling anymore. Um, I knew what I wanted. I knew what I was um, willing to give. And I knew what I was willing to accept from someone. Um, but I know that I had to be open-minded and I couldn't allow, you know, things from my past to um, muddy my mind, you know, and and, and, yes. and cause friction. Um, I agree. Or I deter agree. me from happiness, you know, so. Yeah. And here well, we that's, are. That's, that's key, you know, not allowing your past to muddy <laughs> your future. Yes. Right, or your current state. So, man. I'm just excited, man. This is episode one. Episode you know one, saying? baby. Um, we have a hundred million more to go. We about to have fun, guys. We're gonna have guests. We've got a lineup coming. We've got guys. a lineup coming, man. Um, it's gonna get I'm real. Just excited about what? Say what? Say hey. Podcast is going to do change lives, empower people, celebrate. You know, inspire, inspire, man. Again, like, subscribe, share our channel. Yes. You know, if 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 you've been blessed by our conversation tonight, man, let us know. If you got questions, please let put it in know. our comments. You know, um, section. And man, you can ask make us sure anything. We get it. Yeah, ask us anything. You know, we have a lot, a lot, a lot of life in us. Um, you know, and we're just going to just do this thing with you. You know, we're going to do this thing with you. So, yes. man, this is dope. All right. This is dope. Like <laughs> she said, this is dope, man. This so, again, dope. this podcast was created for you. You know, we believe that marriages, uh, black marriages, right, black love, black marriages, you know what I'm saying, black relationships do exist, and it deserves to be celebrated, you know, talked about, yes. shared, you know, all that good stuff. All right? All right, guys. So the hazes is out. Peace. Peace.